0: Welcome to You Can't Say That, Dad, a podcast about a baby boomer's view of everything from politics to pop culture, with a bit of Southern fried humor mixed in, and his millennial daughter trying to rein him in. With special guests from generations past and future, hosted by editorial writer Al Clark and Kathleen Clark.
1: In each episode, you'll hear reactions to lifestyle and lifetime experiences. From the post-war period to the 21st century, guests will bring a unique perspective to upcoming episodes and so much more fun.
0: Please join us on our latest podcast on Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome Welcome
1: in a world. So, Kathleen. Dad. I'm I'm a member of a group of retirees who drink coffee once a week and solve all the world's problems. Of course. Uh, I refer to them as, what well, I used to refer to them as the tribe, but I can't do that anymore because no. it's politically incorrect. No,
0: you can't say that, Dad.
1: Well, I think when you say that, it's all about this cancel culture thing. Pretty soon we won't have any culture to cancel.
0: I, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> it's It's about getting it right and being kind and... Uh, creating a more inclusive world that we want to be in, that we want to create for the future.
1: For example, I mean, what's wrong with the word tribe?
0: So, well, I mean, there's a couple of things. Um, First of all, tribe is, uh, it's a legal term. It's a government term. It's a designation by the government of the Native Americans, uh, and they have their own sovereignty, they have their own government, and so using tribe in that context sort of trivializes it and takes away some of the meaning um, that, that's that been given to it.
1: So the hidden the hidden meaning of, of words, per se, is that what you're getting at? Yes. So now you're talking about semantics, which uh, Dr. Alfred Korzybski wrote about Back in the early part of the 20th century, you think it's more of misleading stereotypes? I don't don't like stereotyping.
0: No, we we don't like stereotyping, um, and we don't like to to minimize uh, groups of people which have been traditionally um, marginalized and, you know, in, in this instance, colonialized, colonized. You think about the African tribes and the connotation that uh, comes from you know tribal Africa being considered savage or unsophisticated when that's just simply not true.
1: Well see, that's what semantics is all about is connotation. It's not the literal literal meaning of the word. The word is not the thing, mm-hmm. but that's not the literal meaning of the word. What we're talking about more is the connotation of the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a semantic meaning based on perceptions. Mm-hmm. I guess I could use a word like group or friends to downplay the semantic impact of the word tribe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know, tribe is just a little more colorful.
0: Yeah, and I want to point out that, uh, are you familiar with the brand Yeti, the Yeti brand oh, yeah, of coolers yeah, yeah. and things like that? I think we have one out there so, in the garage. <laughs> and amongst many other things. Um, so years ago, they, um, they removed the word tribe from all their marketing plans. Um, and it was a really small thing that they did in the name of fighting racism. I think it was a really beautiful thing that they did, and they had a conversation with groups of people that would have been personally impacted by that decision. They listened to what they had to say, and based on that conversation, they changed what they were doing. Now, that may not solve racism, just like you changing how you speak about your groups of friends may not solve it for the whole world, but it does solve it, in a little way. And I think it's those little little bits of things that we do as individuals that really makes a difference in in the world.
1: Well, it shows you how important words are. That's right. Words have meaning and they change over time. That's right. Kathleen.
0: And I want to also say something because I hear this a lot from from boomers in general. That, that would be
1: people like me. That would be people
0: like you. <laughs> they, they, they say things and then they're held accountable for those things. Mm-hmm then they like to cry foul on That's the, me. the right to free speech. This is America, they say. We're guaranteed free speech. It's in the Bill of Rights. And what's, what's not part of it, and what they're leaving out, is that the freedom of speech guaranteed in the Bill of Rights only means that the government can't put you in jail for what you say. That does not free you from personal accountability of what you say. So mm. if you said something online or said something somewhere and lost your job or were outed, ousted as, you know, uh, a community leader or something like that, you you would not have a legal case for freedom of speech because those are personal consequences. The government did not put you in jail for that. You just were given consequences for what you said.
1: <laughs> well, listen, folks, that's an example of the kind of things you're going to hear here on you can't say that, Dad. <laughs> Does that mean I'm I'm always wrong? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You're not always wrong, Dad. I'm not. No.
1: <laughs> you're my favorite daughter.
0: Oh well, Dad, I'm your only daughter. <laughs> oh no.
1: Well, listen, folks, you need to um, tune us in once a week. We'll let you know what time and where you can find us. Actually, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts because we'll be bantering back and forth over time, just like this. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to some guests with different ideas.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we'll have folks on from uh, all over the uh, spectrum. spectrum. And uh, if you'll hit that like and subscribe button, we will see you online.